Hey everybody, my name is Nikki Washington. You are tuned in to Let Me Find Out, a witty take on life and culture. I am so excited for this episode. I know we use the word excited a lot, but I'm excited, y'all. And I'm excited because I really believe this episode is going to help someone. So do me a favor, before we get into it, make sure that you like, subscribe, repost, reshare, do all of the things. Why? Because this will help us to be found by people who might not find us otherwise. So thank you in advance for contributing to the cause. And if you've been riding since day one, season one, here we are in day six. Who had ever thought we got this far, huh? Looks like we made it, as Shania would say. Look how far we've come. <laughs> All right, I won't tease you with the corny topic moment, but I just had to throw it out there. Thank y'all for being consistently solid, always riding with me, always supporting me. I really don't take it for granted. No matter where I ascend to in my career trajectory, in my ministry trajectory, I don't want to ever become so commonplace that I think people owe me their allegiance, their time, or their attention. So thank you in advance for giving me all three and for being so solid. I really, really do appreciate it. Last but not least, if we're not connected on social media, holla at your girl. Go ahead and hit that Instagram. It's Nick Washington. On TikTok, it's the same Nick Washington. Actually, Nick Wash on TikTok. I do that every week, y'all. On Twitter, it's Nick Washington. And then on Facebook, it's Nikki Washington. Go ahead and add a page and I will add you whatever page you show up on. And yeah, let's stay connected. So if you have seen the topic, you know what I'm about to talk about. Now, I know sometimes on this show, we talk about topics that are not um, sexy and that, you know, people want to talk about three steps to getting uh, the boo of your dreams or five steps to making a million dollars in two minutes. Like, I get you. I got you. We got all that uh, in the pipeline as far as just productivity, relationship stuff, um, financial acumen stuff, all the things. But I think that if you uh, really major in minor stuff, when the major stuff comes, you have a much more smooth playing field. Does that make sense? In other words, uh, the Bible says like this, if you're faithful over little, God will make you ruler over much. Come on, church. So what I'm saying to you is, if we master these little character developing moments when no one is looking, when you get to that platform, when you get to that ministry endeavor, when you get to that job opportunity, when you get to that ability to make uh, wealth and generational wealth for your kids and, and so forth and so on, you will know how to steward it well because you've mastered the art of stewarding small moments. And how do you begin that? It first begins with developing that character. So let's talk about it. If you saw the title, you know what it is. We're talking about, are you ready? Now, I know somebody saw the title and was like, oh, wait, are we talking about relationships, sis? Let me take my notes because I'm ready. <laughs> and some people are like, I don't know what you're talking about. And you click just because you're curious. However you got here, I am glad that you're here. So this is going to be a pretty bite-sized episode. I want to drive home the point and I want you to be able to, on your own, go, you know what? She said this on the show. Let me find out. Hence the title, let me find out. So we're talking about uh, what readiness is and we're talking about what readiness, readiness is not. Now, I can only speak from my lens and my experience, but it has been my experience um, as someone who has been in ministry for a very long time, as someone who has worked in about every industry you can think of from corporate to nonprofit to government to uh, para-ministry to ministry, like all other things, y'all, um, to the education system, what I have discovered uh, has been a common thread is everyone who has been successful in those spaces more or less has an ideology or a methodology or some kind of reference point of what they think it takes for you to become successful. And a lot of times, sometimes to our detriment, we speak in generalizations. Like if you just do this, you'll get success. If you just do that, you'll get the blessing. If you just do these five steps, this is how you prepare yourself for the X, Y, and Z, whatever your X, Y, and Z is. But what I have discovered on God's green earth, living a long time and helping people and, and counseling people and doing all the things, right, y'all? 
I have discovered that a lot of times, if we're not careful, someone will make their life a doctrine and think that if it worked that way for them, it works that way for everyone. But I'm gonna tell you on this show, the one thing that it can be a prerequisite to you receiving the promises of God for your life. And I don't think that you are going to be No, I do think you're going to be surprised about what it is. So first, before we get into uh, what readiness looks like and what it is, the prerequisite to getting to your promise, we're going to talk about what it does not uh, look like and what it does not require. So when I talk about readiness for context of conversation's sake, I'm talking about, let's say you are a man or a woman and you're ready to date. What does readiness look like? Because some people will hold themselves back and say, well, I'm not ready because X, Y, and Z. Some people think they have to have this long laundry list in order to date, or some people feel that way about getting married. So we're going to talk about that component. Uh, But this also includes the component of some people say, you know what, I want to launch the business, but I want to start the podcast, but I want to um, ask for the promotion, but I want to uh, find a side hustle to make some more money, but I don't have the resources or I don't have the time or I don't have the acumen or I don't know what I'm doing. Like all of those things are, I feel like God wants me to get this together before I do that, you know, stuff like that. So even though we are talking generally, you can take this information and apply it to any form of ready you want. So I'll give specific examples here and there, but overall, I want you to keep in mind, this can be applied to any area of your life. So first let's hit it. We're going to talk about the first three things that I believe. And again, these lists are not exhaustive because someone always going to come in the DMs and be like, Nikki, you forgot to mention. (laughs) And if you can see me rolling my neck. Oh, and by the way, side note, um, I know, I know somebody like, where's my video? I know all five of y'all on on, uh, YouTube are like, where is my video? So um, I am traveling from here all the way into the month of uh, August. Jeez, I'm already in August, Lord. It's because I'm prophetic, saint. <laughs> Don't you love when the saints mess up and then blame God? No, but <laughs> no, but um, in all the month of April. So normally I have travel just about every month, whether it's um, uh, marketplace ministry related or ministry related. But next month I am just like already slammed. And so because I'm slammed, I'm not going to be able to use my regular uh, equipment like I normally do. That's why. Uh, for the month of April only, we will be getting either abbreviated um, videos or no videos at all. It does not mean I don't love y'all, but I lead with transparency. So I just want to uh, lay that out there because when I do give it to you, I want to give it to you um, as close to um, uh, excellence as I, I possibly can. And we're building excellence. Amen. Amen. So I know, I know I didn't give you all the housekeeping, but I just wanted to go over it. So again, are you ready? Whole tribe ready. Are you ready? Are you ready? Let's talk about it. Um, this is how... Uh, or not how this is what you should think about when it comes to ready in that a lot of people say you have to have this list but let me tell you what it's not first number one being ready is not about our comfort now I know right there I don't lost about half people listening to this thing being ready is not about our comfort you will hear a lot of people say again you know um, I, I, I'm not ready yet cause I haven't, uh, felt a release to do an X, Y, Z, or I, ha- I don't feel comfortable with this, or I'm new to this space or whatever it is, but being ready, God uses people that are uncomfortable all the time. I think about Moses and how, uh, he went to God when God told him he was going to speak on behalf. And like, I got I got a stutter and I never forget. I heard a message called a stone, a stick and a stutter. And they were talking about how Moses felt so ill-equipped. My actually spiritual leader, shout out to pastor Jackson. He was talking about 
how Moses felt so ill-equipped. All he had uh, to speak to Pharaoh was a stone, a stick, and a stutter. All he had was what was in his hand, uh, his limited ability of speech, and God backing him. And how many of you know that if God's backing you, you need nothing else? So um, he talked about that and what that process was like. But Moses could have easily said, you know what, I'm not doing it, God. I don't feel ready. I need to go to speech therapy first, get the thing under control. I need to craft me up some real good weapons. We need a strategy, a war strategy plan. He said none of that. All he did was go and do what the Lord required of him. So I just want to put that out there. It's not always about your comfort and what you feel like you're ready and equipped to do. So readiness is not about your comfort per se. Number two, readiness is not about our resources. I know I'm messing with some theology. I know. But again, going back to it, and I could use my own testimony. When I first started my magazine before I closed it down years ago, I did not have the financial resources. I had literally a handful of change and was like, I'm going to make some shake, Lord. And God blessed me. I took, I, I want to say it was like $2,000 at the time and started my business with that. And I saw God flourish it and prosper it and begin to blow it up beyond my wildest dreams and expectations. But it wasn't because I had all the resources. It was because I had a willing heart. So again, if resources were the prerequisite for you to launch out on what God called you to do, then most of us would never have launched out when we did. Resources are not the end all be all. God will always give, and we've heard it before, so you know where I'm going. He will always give provision where he gives vision. So keep that in mind. It is not about your resources all the time or even a limited resource. And I tell this to people all the time, particularly who are trying to start uh, writing a book or a podcast. I promise you, people are more interested in the content you produce than the polished look or aesthetic. I know people who have produced something that aesthetically was beautiful, had all the bells and whistles, had the graphic design, could rival something that you would see at a, a Disney studio or NBC studios or a major studio house that have major whole graphics and marketing teams. And the substance was not there and it went nowhere. And then I, I can test for myself as well. You have people who, while well, all they have is a microphone in a hotel room, all they have is um, an iPhone to record their podcast on, all they had was a little uh, studio that they made out of a makeshift closet in their bedroom. Like they didn't have the research. All they had was uh, a book manuscript and uh, some self-publishing method. And God took that little and made it much and opened up opportunity, opportunity after opportunity after opportunity. But it wasn't because they had all the resources. All they had was a yielded heart. So I just wanna encourage you, it's not always about what you have, it's about your heart posture and God will give you what you need for the journey. Number three, finally, again, we're talking about what is not required for readiness, what some people allow to hold them back. And my hope is that in hearing these things that are not requirements, it'll help you to let go of the thing you think is holding you back. So again, we talked about number one, our comfort. It is not a requirement of God in order for you to receive the promises of God and to pursue what God's called you to pursue. Number two, our resources. It is not a requirement that you have everything or even have it all together in order to pursue what God has called you to pursue or to be who God has called you to be. And number three, our preferences, y'all. Ready is not about our preferences, our perfect scenarios. I know, again, some people are getting uncomfortable listening to this because you're thinking, well, no, I just got to have all my ducks lined up right here. I have counseled many of people, single men, single women, and a lot of them say, well, as soon as I get my, my money right, 
that Kanye West moment. As soon as I get my money right, or as soon as I uh, make sure I lose this weight, or as soon as I make sure I um, get this new job, or as soon as I make sure I move to this city, or I want to wait till I, and everybody has this thing in their minds that make them um, worthy of going to the next level. I even know people who are like, you know, when I level up, my options are going to be different. So once I level up, then I'll be ready. Can I just tell you that our preferences do not dictate to God how ready we are or our ability to pursue what God has for us? Did you know you can get the best thing for your life and not even be on the best level in your life? I know, I know. Some people think, well, nah, the, you know, the view is higher at the top. Sure enough, because you can see further. But God can get to you exactly what's for you, whether you're on level eight or whether you're on level 10, if you're walking in purpose and if you're walking in promise. I know that messes with your theology because we've been told our whole lives that until you have A, B, and C, you can't get E, F, and G. And I'm here to tell you that's not true. That's not true. There is a D in between there. That's not true. You really have to go through a process, yes, but God will allow his process to be what it's, he's designed to be, not what we think it should be. Does that make sense? So again, let's talk about the three. Um, again, it's not about our comfort. It's not about our resources and it's not about our preferences. Hear me when I say this though. It doesn't mean that there's still not resources that are needed. It doesn't mean that God doesn't still honor some of our preferences. And it doesn't mean that we can't walk into an easeful uh, season, that we can walk into a comfortable season and still be God. So I don't want that to be the narrative. All I'm saying is it is not a deal breaker to God for you to not be comfortable. It's not a deal breaker to God for you not to have uh, money to start your business. It's not a deal breaker to God that your preferences are not readily before you are all something that God is even concerned about. Those are not requirements of God in order for you to receive the promise of God. With that being said, I'm going to tell you and the list of things that are a requirement for you to receive the promise of God. I have one thing, y'all. And here's the funny thing. I didn't even start off to think about just one thing. When I was reading scripture um, and I was reading the book of Acts uh, 2 about the day of Pentecost and and I was reading about, you know, them speaking in in, uh, uh, everybody speaking in their own native tongue and how basically, excuse me, how basically uh, God had them all gathered and said, you know, you sit here till you be endued with power from on high. Right. And when you look at the scripture and if you want to, if you want to quote, find out, please go ahead and check it out. It's Acts chapter two. Um, and just read the whole thing, eat the whole roll, as we say back in the day. But um, what I was reminded of now, mind you, this had nothing to do with my podcast topic, but it reminded me of the similarities in that when you see it, all God is requiring is their obedience. There was not a requirement of standing on one foot and circling around and jumping up and down. There was no asking all the uh, disciples, what's your preference? How would you like to receive the Holy Ghost? Or, you know, how y'all going to receive? Do y'all have X, Y, and Z? Everything they had, it was already readily available for them. And they went to where they were supposed to sit in the upper room and had a time, right? But it wasn't about them strategizing and trying to develop a roadmap on how this was going to be done. And they didn't even know it was coming. Like, this is a thing. They knew power was coming, but they didn't know when. So they up there seeking God, praying, doing what they have to do. And all of a sudden, bam, look what happens. But there was no list. I don't see a list. If y'all see a list, you let me know. I see some circumstances that happen. I see a sequence of events. But I don't see anywhere someone pulling out a declaration and start strategizing and putting pen to paper. Now, maybe it happened. We can 
Isogesis, I wouldn't recommend it. <laughs> I wouldn't recommend Isogesis. I believe the text informs the text, and the text shows me that they were all gathered in one place on one accord, and the Holy Spirit came upon them. And the prerequisite was simply obedience. So, might I, if you'd allow me to have creative license, uh, encourage you with this: the one thing that's required of God in order you order for you to receive the thriving business, the thriving relationship, the thriving ministry, um, the thriving uh, whatever your dot 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 is, is simply this. Fulfilling purpose and fulfilling your calling and getting what God has for you is not about a list. It really is about completing the prerequisites to your promise. Completing the prerequisites to your promise. And here's the thing. Only God knows what your specific prerequisites for your specific promise is. This is why I have issue with people who, and it, I don't think we mean to be this way. And trust me, I'm, I'm, I'm people. Let me be clear. I am people. I have preached this message. I have taught this class. I have led this singles conference and I have said this to people. You'll get your credit right and then your husband will come get your body right and then you this, that. Man of God, make sure you got this right now. And so you run down a list of things for people or with business people. Make sure you this, make sure you that. And here's the thing, y'all. All of those are noble things to aspire to. All those things are things you should aspire to. You should want to come to a relationship whole as a whole person. You should want to come to a relationship as a financially solvent person. You should want to come to a relationship as a person that brings peace and not toxic uh, energy. You should want to go into business with a solid business plan. You should want to go into business with uh, some kind of seed to invest in your business. You should want to go into business with vision, all of the things, right? However, if our readiness was dependent on just our ability to do a thing, then one, how would that be faith? Because we're not relying on God. We're relying on our ability Two, God would not use many people. Ask any of your favorite married couples, right? I guarantee you there was some kind of trauma or some kind of flaw or some kind of insufficiency in some way before they got married. I guarantee you. Somebody didn't have good credit and they got it out the mud and they came up together. I promise you somebody did. Somebody was not healthy and got married and it was completely God. Some All over this country, I promise you, it's true. There is somebody that you know that did not have it all together, that got married. There's somebody that you know that did not have it all together and now are overseeing a million dollar business. There's someone that you know that started a ministry with three people in their living room and now they're pastoring a large congregation. And it wasn't because that idea they had any of the things that we mentioned. It's literally because they had completed the prerequisites for God to take them to the next level. And only they and God know what their next level is. So that's why we have to be very careful when we preach to the masses a doctrine um, based on our lives and what we think it takes. Because yes, some principles are general and evergreen and they will get you close to your goal. But you can do all the right things and still not see the fullness of what you think it's supposed to be. Because that might not be the only prerequisite to what God has for you. So may I encourage you again with this point, the prerequisites are individual and very specific and it's according to your prerequisite. It's kind of like an undergrad. My prerequisite might have been different because my undergrad studies were different. Someone else might be a finance major. Someone else might be a nursing major. Someone else might be a psychologist um, or counseling major. Someone else might be uh, um, a medical student. Some might be a, a CPA, whatever your thing is, whatever your understudies is, but everyone's core requirements might be the same, but everyone's electives might be different. So everyone might have to take math, history, science, and, um, what math, history, science, and I forgot. Oh, and English, but it doesn't mean that their whole curriculum will be the same. It might be, okay, Nikki, you need to fill these three requirements in order for me to take you to the next level. And someone else, okay, you just need to fill these two. You never know what people's 
um, situation is. So that's why you have to be very careful when it comes to giving very specific information. Yes, we give general information that causes people to lean into getting their stuff together. However, we should be very careful in telling people that if you don't get this together, God can't use you. Because the reality of it is, we read a Bible every single week that has a list of people in it that were broken, that were flawed, that were sinful, and God still used them. David, say no more. If we don't, if we ain't got call nobody after David, David, say no more. All God uses everybody. He can use anybody. All he needs is a yielded heart and a submitted posture. I'm going to stop right there because I could go on. Obviously, I'm passionate about this topic, but I would love to hear what you think. You know how you can tell me what you think? Holla at your girl. Hit me up in the DM on Instagram. You can uh, reply to me on any of the social media apps and I'll gladly reply. Um, but uh, yeah, this is a topic that I think deserves broaching and deserves us taking it offline and going, you know what, let me find out what is really a prerequisite of God to receive the promises of God. And what does it really look like to be ready in God for what he specifically has for me or the endeavor he specifically wants me to go on. So I hope this helped you. Feel free to hit me up again. That social media handle on Instagram is Nick Washington. On TikTok is Nick Wash. And on other social media handles, Nikki Washington and Nick Washington. So holla at your girl. Uh, yeah, and as always, I will see you again next week on Let Me Find Out.